0: guys, before the official podcast starts, I want to introduce myself and tell you my story. Like most people, I don't think my story is very interesting, but when I started to reflect over the past 10 years, I realized there have been certain events in my life that have just happened. You know the type of moments where you weren't really looking for something or actively seeking a change, but then BAM! Life-changing, serendipitous, God-appointed things just happened. I call this episode zero. The best place for me to start is by telling you about Cindy. As an 18-year-old starting college, I was certain I would be a nurse, a flight nurse, or a nurse practitioner. Can you hear the common theme? Spoiler alert, I am not a nurse. In 2010, I had just gotten engaged to my amazing boyfriend, now husband, and needed a job while waiting to be accepted into nursing school. Cue Cindy. Cindy had been moved to Oklahoma so her aging parents could take care of her after she had a severe and life-threatening reaction to penicillin, followed by a stroke in her late to mid-40s. I was hired by her parents to complete her home care on days she wasn't at dialysis. Our time together included me making her lunch, taking her outside in her powered chair for sunshine breaks, and helping her with her home exercise program that her home health therapist prescribed to her to help with her deficits from the stroke. Her main goal was to one day walk again. We worked steadily on her range of motion, her leg strength, and bed mobility, all the while waiting for my acceptance letter into nursing school. Which did not come. Being devastated by the news, mostly because I didn't have a backup plan, Cindy made a comment to cheer me up. It was something like this. "'I know you're really sad about not being a nurse, but you're the best therapist I've had, and I think this is what you should do instead of nursing.' After talking with her some more and talking to the PTA that was coming to her house, I decided I would apply to the local program. And I didn't get in the first time, mostly due to grades. PSA, take school seriously, kids. The second time I completed my application, I'd retaken any class that wasn't an A, completed the maximum number of observation hours, and submitted a reference letter handwritten by my sweet Cindy. The day after I mailed my application, I went to work at Cindy's house, only to find her alone and unresponsive in her bed. She died about a week after being on life support. I thought about her every day of my PTA program. She single-handedly convinced me to pursue a different career, a career that had never crossed my mind before meeting her. Without her coming into my life, I would have never discovered the passion I have for helping others to achieve physical goals that they never thought possible. Cindy never walked before she died, but I can tell you she marked off using a potty chair before leaving this earth. Her number two goal. <laughs> no pun intended, but so very accurate. Five years into this career, and I have yet to meet anyone more excited about using a bedside commode instead of a bedpan. So that's the story of why I'm a PTA. Next stop becoming a certified lymphedema therapist. In 2016, My husband and I found ourselves moving and changing jobs from where we had been the last three years. I was starting back at the hospital where I worked previously, but not quite full-time yet. We call this PRN. Basically, if there are hours, you get them, and if there are not hours, you don't work. One day I heard there was a lunch meeting in the department that I had worked in previously. It wasn't necessarily required for me to go, but hey, I like free food, and I wanted to see some of my friends. In the meeting, the outpatient manager talked about how her lymphedema caseload was too much for one person and she needed help. They asked if anyone was interested to let her know. As I sat there eating my free Jimmy John's cookie, I thought, My mother-in-law is at risk for lymphedema now that she's been diagnosed with breast cancer. I like unusual diagnoses. This sounds interesting. Even if I don't get to do it a lot, I'll probably learn something to help my mother-in-law. So... I went for it. I texted Lisa after the meeting and offered to help some days after work if they were still needing anyone. Mind you, I was not certified or aware of needing to be certified. Really, I think I was just expecting more PRN work where I could come and help them if I didn't have anywhere else to work. I was very wrong. The next morning, my manager found me and said that if I was serious about helping with lymphedema and outpatient, we needed to get me transferred to the department and registered for the certification course. The rest of the day is pretty much a whirlwind. I hadn't even told my husband I'd offered to help the day before. By the end of the day, I would be transferred and moving back to the outpatient clinic I had started at in 2013 as a brand new grad. That's the story of how going to a meeting for free lunch put me on the path to lymphedema. Next stop, advocacy and education. Once I took the course, I was in love. Cheesy? I don't care. I love helping people newly diagnosed with lymphedema learn about lymphedema by showing them there's still a life to live. It didn't take long for me to join the Texas team of the Lymphedema Treatment Act, visit surrounding support groups, advocate in Washington for the LTA, and attempt to create our own support group for the local community. Through joining the Lymphedema Advocacy Group, specifically the Texas team, I met a woman who lived in the same town as me who had been desperately searching for a CLT to help her. It had been three years since she was diagnosed with bilateral lower extremity lymphedema. She immediately emailed me when she recognized my work email address as a local hospital. Within two weeks, she was in our office for treatment. Meeting her really fueled my fire to tell others about lymphedema and the need to educate other medical professionals. I don't just love telling others about lymphedema. I also love learning new techniques and approaches. In April of 2018, I went to Florida for the Advanced Lymphedema Management course to learn more about the head and neck treatment, kinesiotaping for lymphatic drainage, wound care, and how to treat advanced stages of lymphedema. I brought so many new techniques back with me. Then, just last month, November of 2018, I went to Boston for the Harvard Medical School Lymphatic Symposium. There were people from all over the world there. Aside from the food poisoning that kept me away the first full day of the symposium, it was a great experience. Three words, lymphatic system cadaver. I met the first doctor to map the human lymphatic system in a cadaver arm. It was amazing. So now that you know my educational and professional background, Let me tell you a few personal things about how I got here. I'm from a small town in West Texas, population less than 1,000 people. I skipped class all the time in high school because I was bored. Not I'm too smart bored, just I don't want to be here bored. I always wanted to be around people, talking, making them laugh, helping them with pretty much anything. Never in my wildest dreams did I imagine I would meet Cindy, have her change my mind about the only career I had ever considered, fall in love with the way physical therapy can change someone's life, accidentally go to a meeting for free lunch only to leave not knowing my entire career path was about to change. I most definitely never saw my passion for lymphedema patients coming. It's more than a passion. I feel compelled to tell people about lymphedema because it does not discriminate and anyone is at risk. My dream for this podcast is to create a dialogue for people who need these answers. The scared, confused, hopeless, and discouraged people who are searching the internet for answers because even their doctors aren't sure what's causing the chronic swelling, cellulitis, pain, tightness, frequent trips to the ER. The people who want to help their mother, father, spouse, or friend by understanding the disease that they are fighting with every day the therapists, doctors, nurses, or home health aides who don't understand the whole body's impact of this disease. This podcast is for you, the person listening right now who just needs some answers and encouragement that you're not alone on this journey. Mother Teresa says, Loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you enjoyed learning more about me. Email me with your story if you'd like to share. Lymphedemapodcast at gmail.com or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode. See you guys next time.